0: It is time for another BitMart AMA. A delicious, nutritious, informative, enlightening, non-fattening, always interesting BitMart AMA. Of course, I'm your host, Nathan here from BitMart. And today on the AMA, we are going to have Artek, And I believe that I'm pronouncing that correctly. I'm going to ask him in a second. Um, And I wanted to make sure... That before we started the conversation here and got into stuff, that I'd let you know that of course, whenever you listen to these AMAs, you are part of an exclusive group of people. Not only do you want to know about crypto before everyone else, you're a BitMartian and we like to reward BitMartians for their loyalty and for just being ahead of trends. So, you know, we are giving away $2,000 in Artec for 40 lucky winners of this AMA and the way that you want to go and get that is by going to our Twitter, which is at BitMart Exchange, retweeting the link that you found this uh, this Twitter Spaces link at, going and following Artec, which is at A R T E Q I O. That is at A R T E Q I O. Tagging three friends. And filling out the Google form that we have attached to that, and you will be off to the races to win $2,000 in Artec tokens. So, I think that I've covered that uh, succinctly. So, without further ado, I believe we have Farbad and Jurgen, the founder and the CEO of Artec, on the line. And if I've mispronounced those names, please forgive me.
1: Are you there? Very well. Yeah, wonderful! Thank you so much for having us.
0: Sure, and am I talking to Farbod or Jur? That's yes, Farbod. Gotcha, Farbod. Yur- okay, so yeah.
1: Jurgen Jer- is also here. He's hearing with me. Oh, we both in the same system. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Okay, so we've both got you here. That's amazing. So um, you both can speak if you want to. You're not limited to sure who can speak. So first of all, did I pronounce it correctly? Is it Artec?
1: Yes, okay. uh, we call it RTEC U or Artec. Both is very proper. Thank you so much for the intro. Sure. Yeah.
0: No worries. No worries. Um, yeah. And when you look at when you look at this online, and, you know, for everybody who's listening, it is it's like art with an accented E and then a big Q. So hence why it looks very, very nice. But sometimes you may be wondering, you may be scratching your chin. Hmm. How do I pronounce this? Maybe it's just better not to pronounce it. <laughs> so so it's, it's a very, very cool and interesting project. I'm going to just briefly go over what you would be able to see on the website. And then I'm going to let Farbot and Jurgen Tell us more about it because they're obviously the ones who, who do it. It, uh, Artec, or RTQ, uh, describes itself as an art collective for NFT investment. <coughs> art, innovation, and technology merge into a passionate collective, passionate collective of experts utilizing the potential of decentralized networks. And, um, what I kind of look at when I see here is that is the first sort of NFT. Investment fund. And if you haven't gone to their website, it's arteq.io. And it's a very beautifully designed website. I love the modern, sort of minimalistic stuff there. And they give you kind of a list of reasons here about why you'd want to invest in uh, Arteq or Artec, however you would like to pronounce it. Um, And it's just. It's a, it's a very interesting project, hence why I definitely wanted them on the Twitter spaces here today. And I'm going to let them explain exactly what it is. So Farbad, Jurgen, please tell us exactly what the project is.
1: Sure. Great. Thank you so much for the intro. Uh, actually, uh, RTQ uh, for us as the investment firm. We are replicating very similar as before we knew in our lives that we could invest into different art collections we have created a vehicle that is a ethereum based token that actually people can invest in our token and we are dealing with art and uh, most of them is the nft and digital art field but we are also enabling a lot of companies and museums galleries artists to join the nft and the digital Uh, movement that what is happening now we have a lot of projects in that field that afterwards i can get back to it but our advantage is people don't know what to invest in what to buy when to sell that's actually our experts team to be able to do that for all of our token investors and of course we have a lot of utilities and advantages coming with it but the main concern is to allow people to invest into the NFT scene uh, with their tokens, and we do the trading and investment on behalf of them. And what was really exciting for us in the last one and a half year that we were working on the project is that so many of the artists and museums and galleries, they have approached us. We see ourselves also as a kind of bridge to connect the traditional art uh, era with the digital art because there has been always questions how museums and so on that they can get involved into this field. We have a very cool project called The Kiss. Uh, we write it thekiss.art. This is in collaboration with one of the largest museums in Austria. Then we have the joint forces and we did Gustav Klimt and we brought it into an NFT field. Uh, those are the real advantages of what rtq is and how the investment in it works
0: yeah and that makes a lot of sense i i, I sometimes you know I've been in crypto a long time, and I understand uh, crypto, NFTs, and all that stuff kind of natively just because it's the water that I swim in. But I always like to try and bridge this back to the, quote, traditional world so that somebody who's just coming into crypto or somebody who's not familiar with this can have like a good analogy. And when I look at RTQ, it's – I've recently been getting back into my stock portfolio, right? I was just heavy into crypto for so long that I neglected kind of my traditional investments. And what RTQ kind of reminds me of, and I want to ask you if this is a good analogy, RTQ is almost kind of like an ETF, which is an exchange-traded fund, where if I don't know what stock to pick, right, I can pick an ETF of technology stocks, or I can pick the entire stock market, or I can pick healthcare, whatever. And it seems kind of like you're doing that with art, specifically digital art, whereas you know, I can't afford a board ape, or I might not know what NFTs to invest in. Instead of that, I can invest in RTQ and kind of know that I have this portfolio of art. Is that correct?
1: Exactly. You you, you hit the point. Actually, that's that's what we are trying to access. Of course, as a legal point of view, we cannot call it a fund or something because we don't do the banking stuff and as traditional. But it is exactly there is a treasury underneath. This treasury holds the rights of all of the NFTs. And the people who buy the token, actually, it's also equal to what is underlying asset in the treasury. And what it makes it extremely interesting is that we don't issue tokens uh, when there is not underlying asset in the fund. That's why it makes it much more secure than other projects that, that it's based on no underlying asset. Not that we say they are not good projects. We love a lot of projects in this field. But exactly it works as a kind of ETF that we take care of the underlying asset, trade into it, and the most part that RTQ is very profitable is working with our artists, museum, and galleries because onboarding them gives us a huge advantage of, of having uh, art at the first hand, I would call it, and onboard them into the NFT world. And those are the main aspects that makes RTQ very interesting for people to invest in. And we see our project very long term. It's not supposed to be a project that it hits the top prices and we exit or we get out of it. This is exactly like building up a gallery or an investment fund. It, It takes years. and That's why the stability is extremely important for us.
0: Yeah, and and you can see that just from looking um, on your website where you have a little section here about the total asset value that you currently have is um, 415 ETH, which at current market prices is around $630,000. You've got like 1,400 – I'm sorry, 1,420 NFT assets, and as you said, those NFT assets are are based on – on real world art this is actually a perfect kind of definition of non-fungible right people are always like well the reason why nfts have value is non-fungible but you know what's really really non-fungible um having an nft or having a share of a picasso that's actually the example that people use so i really do take it to heart that when you say that there are underlying assets in the fund for art that is something that people should pay attention to the traditional art world has known this for a long time otherwise why would museums exist right if 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 art wasn't worth anything, we wouldn't have museums. I would just put exactly. make my own art and put it in my own home, um, which you can still do. You can create your own museum in your home, but it probably won't be worth 415 ETH, at least not yet. So, um, yeah, I, I kind of wondered here, looking at your project as well, and you know either you, uh, Farbod or Jurgen, you can, you can both comment on this or one of you can comment on this. I, I always like to know, like, how did you come up with this idea? Because it is the first NFT investment fund. And you think, like, sometimes in the crypto space, things move so fast that in the space of a year, it feels like it, feels like it can be 10 years in the traditional world. Um, and you think, wow, how come nobody came up with this, like, two years ago? And I'd love to know your thought process of, like, how you came up with this, why you continue to want to develop it, and why you have that long-term perspective.
1: Okay, great. That's, that's a long story. I tried to make it short. Uh, uh, me with my team, we, we come from the software background. We have been a software company since 1999. And uh, in the last years, through our love to art and passion and some friends that we have, and based in Vienna, we are, our team is based in Vienna, we, are, uh, we were in love with a gallery and we opened a gallery in Vienna for traditional art. That was around seven years ago. It went actually extremely well because the networking was interesting, the aspect of having the art was interesting. Then uh, in the recent years, we got a lot of calls from our colleagues, friends that asking why do we, uh, what they should invest into the NFT field, uh, what is digital art, how they can onboard themselves into this era And we came up with this idea because we always also invested, actually me personally, also I did invest in in bigger companies that they did collections. And I couldn't afford a, a Monet or a Picasso. I would buy a share into it. And they would bring the collections into auctions and I would get my share. It was not a totally new idea, but it came from our passion of love, having a small gallery in Vienna. And we thought how we can join the metaverse and how we can build ourselves into a future project that is actually technology based where we are good at with software development and all those things that we have been doing then it came to momentum that we said okay we create our first token that is based in ethereum and people will buy it we trade off into the art world and within a very short time, we were actually lucky to do a, a collaboration with the Museum Belvedere. We saw the demand that actually they wanna bring their, Gustav Klimt, that's it's one of the most famous Austrian artists. Uh, Gustav Klimt prices vary from 250 to 300 million US dollars, the piece that we saw. And they even accepted to explore this field. And for me, having that field to, to see such a great exposure then we decided why not we kick off with our investment fund and we launch projects obviously rtq is is the part that is interesting for people who are hearing about our token we have a few aspects one is we onboard large arts from museums and we pay out profits into the tokenomics that's why our asset will grow the other one is working with artists that comes in and we help them and support them to onboard into the NFT field. We support them from digital to offline. And uh, immediately we decided in our gallery to do an NFT gallery event. It was still in the corona time, but we were very lucky. The first week that the, the limitations were gone, we invited to our normal guest list that normally they show up to 50 people, 80 people suddenly we had 340 people standing at the door want to get in for our nft event and that made the whole uh interesting part that we thought okay we are on the right way let's continue and now we have reduced most of our projects and our new baby is the Q, and we are pushing it
0: yeah yeah well i can i can only imagine you know that's such a that's a nice story because it's I, you know, we all I think remember the uh, Corona times as we put it and, um, how eager people were out to go and do things. And so it is very heartwarming to think that instead of doing what you think of as traditional outdoor activities outside, there are people that they really want to, they're like, Oh no, I want to, I want to go view art again. I want to be in a museum. I want to be in a gallery. Cause that's sort of a different part of culture that, um, if you're not, if you haven't been a part of that, um, it can be hard for some people to understand, but, uh. A little, little history tidbit for the fans here that have been listening to me over these random AMAs. Um, I actually have an art uh, – I'm sorry. I have a minor in art history, and I, I formally studied art history for ooh, four years, and I never thought that I'd be able to really use it in anything. But I'm I'm uh, lucky to be able to talk to you at Art uh, ArtAQ about this because, of course, I'm very familiar with Gustav Klimt, The Kiss – Um, Lots of the stuff that you have here. But what I actually find most interesting, before we talk about like maybe the utilities of the RTQ token, um, which is available only on BitMart and Uniswap, I believe. Um, Yes. Yeah. So only two places where you can even get the RTQ token. What I think is most interesting is so Gustav Klimt, you know, unfortunately he's deceased, uh, but you have you have a lot of other artists that you're working with that you can see on the website that are current living artists and it is quite a lengthy resume. It's at least 3 or 4 pages. I was wondering if you could talk about the current artists that you work with and then I know that you're probably looking for even more artists to join the ArteQ. Could you talk about that please?
1: Yeah, uh, we, we have a variety. Look, the, the, we are so lucky and, and happy that we have a number of artists joining us. And uh, we, we have artists that they have been in different age groups. We have three aspects now. One is museum pieces and the pieces that actually it's it's not anymore, they are not alive anymore. We have artists that they have been in digital world, like Stefan Sagmeister, one of the master works of him has been integrated in RTQ. We are uh, working with Michael Hedvig, It's another uh, artist that is European-based. Some, uh, we have Patrick Muchenberger, it's another guy that we recently joined us. We have over 170 artists at this moment that they have been listed with us. We are publishing step-by-step. Step. We have a very cool artist from Slovenia called Luca Brase. Uh, Luke has been working with us a few years, and he's turning his art into digital with collaboration of our digital artists We have also a various team that we created the Orsetto Gang. This is uh, Orsetto in Italian means the teddy bear and gang because they are gangsters. His name is Kian Forutan. He created a collection of ten thousand uh, art pieces that we are launching actually this Saturday. Uh, it's it's a uh, We uh, Of course, we love the museum art pieces and everything because it shows the traditional investors how great it is to invest into NFTs. That NFTs is not all about digital assets that nobody knows how they are created or any other matter that we hear it a lot in the community. Uh, We are onboarding uh, artists from different aspects, mostly the ones are modern uh, art and contemporary, but also we are inviting all the artists. that actually, we have a campaign running next week to get more artists onboarded because our asset is our artists and is their artworks. That's why it's the most important part. And when you look at the Orsetto gang, they have been created... Uh, as, a, as a non-digital art, then they were converted into 3D models, and from the 3D models, multiple artists helped to create the editions. And then it was a kind of AI engine and a random engine that created the 10,000 out of the many that was created. And we see it's it's extremely an, an interesting field. We are learning ourselves every day. It's not that we know what is happening exactly and how is the best way to do but the way we look into it and the way the artists are joining us it's it's extremely uh, interesting and we're going to explore this further.
0: Yeah, and the art world is is such an interesting place where like you said y- your asset is the art, but it's that when you say that art is an asset, it's not immediately Um, It's not immediately recognizable to most people on the street what its value is, unlike gold or oil or wheat or something like that. But in a way, art can be not only just so valuable personally. It can change people's lives. It can heal people. It can do all sorts of things that other commodities or assets can't do. But in in a way, by investing in newer artists, you never know… Um, you know, for for an example, to pull I'm, pull out my art history, until Andy Warhol discovered him, you know, Jean michael Basquiat was just a graffiti artist in New York City. Um, until the art world, quote unquote discovered Jackson Pollock. He was just an alcoholic splattering stuff, uh, you know, in his studio. And so you never know what's going to be popular. You never know what's going to resonate with people. And artists, um, you know, they want to create art. They're they're not known for being super uh, career oriented in the sense of having great financial backing. So it is important to get younger artists into the fold, cultivate cultivate their creativity and help them along on their journey so that you know the world can benefit for their art so I think that that's a very important thing that you're doing and I wanted to briefly go over in case there's any artists here listening if they wanted to join RTQ or they wanted to be part of this what, what would they be doing?
1: Um, thank you for that and we on our website we have a part that is for artisticization they can fill it out they can always write us an email or me personally. My email is fs, uh, F as a France, S as Singapore, at sign a r t e q A-R-T-E-Q.io. Anytime you have even friends that you want to recommend and, and ask them to join us, we would be more than happy to support them. With our experience in the last two years, we are sure that we can add some value to artists, that they want to join the space into NFTs and create their art in a different way obviously the the traditional art is as as valuable as the digital ones what we have we support both and we always put ways into it to make it more interesting for the current market that people can trade and invest in it and also there is uh, always a rush for nfts that need to be sold out immediately or whatever it's not like that anymore is like it's a long process that's why we are here to stay long and grow our technologies to support we are also launching soon our metaverse auction house that is a private auction house uh, that is, is very similar to a traditional which we are used to and uh, so far we, uh, we have got only one auction that was around 11 pieces, that was locally done with an online live meeting. And now furthermore, we're going to have some in August and September. But please, if you have friends that they want to join, uh, just let them know, drop us an email. We would be more than happy to support.
0: Thank you for that. And anybody who wanted to submit that, I'm willing to bet that they go to ArteQ, which is art with an E-Q at the end, .io, and that information is there if you would want to – recommend an artist or join as an artist yourself you know i'm so glad that you brought up the metaverse auction house i had a feeling i was just about to ask you if you guys were doing stuff in the metaverse you know not because it's trendy but because the metaverse because it's a visual medium lends itself so well to the art world and i've worked for metaverse startups in the past and that's always one of the things that i've brought up as i've said hey guys you've got to have an art gallery or some sort of cultural event here it just lends itself to to the medium so the fact that you are you have a metaverse auction house and you've already done you know i know that you may think that it's small just 11 pieces but anything is bigger than zero right especially when you're developing something yeah. i'd love for you to talk about that a little bit your experiences in it maybe what you think about the metaverse how the metaverse and nfts are are going to be like just change the art world or they're gonna i you know i just love to know your thoughts on that yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, the, the, the Metaverse experience for us was, was extremely something new also to us. And what happened It was that we moved into uh, the first auction, that we created our own auction house as a, as a software solution we thought is always something missing because it's exactly like eBay. People come in, they want to click on it, and they want to auction something. There is no feeling or touch to it. What we tested, and we are extremely happy that we did it, it was to create an auction house exactly like traditional way that we have seen in our daily life. It means there is a live person talking about the pieces, explaining the history, explaining how important it is. And also there is always a feeling that if you have more people in the room else than I don't know who is bidding. Of course, in Metaverse, still people can have their different names or anything that is. But the point was to be in a common room and look at an art piece together, whether it's an NFT or is a digital art still or is a traditional one. To have it on Metaverse, we see a great movement. Because moving around the world, we learned that could be tough uh, just doing auctions by phone and tipping by phone or by a simple software just to say that I bid more, of course it's possible. Technology has enabled it for us, but still it doesn't give you the real feeling that that you, you are there, you're in this room, and you want to bid more than your colleagues are there, or uh, who wins this beautiful piece and can take it home. That's why for us has opened a very uh, beautiful universum, that we will build our auction houses in different aspects, but most of them have a touch of the reality of the world, It means multiple rooms with multiple people inside, looking at various pieces, and bidding at the same time on a live matter. And it's also cool to join, and, and you know, for, for me going to auction houses, always have been events that you meet a lot of friends, a lot of colleagues, or anybody else into that auction house, We want to transfer that feeling into a metaverse room that you can stand there, talk, chat with your friends. And, of course, the metaverse is extremely important for us. It's a way to communicate, to be still there. As you mentioned very well, it's visual. And putting these technologies together would allow RTQ to become a a very solid and a a good uh, atmosphere uh, type of auction house in the metaverse,
0: yeah that that's what i was thinking I, i'm so glad that you mentioned the social aspect to auction houses i think i have been to one in my entire life i'm not really part of the art world and i also uh do not uh have enough capital to deploy to be purchasing art at auction houses but i was invited to one uh many years ago at this point and that's what i noticed was that there's a social element to this where similar with any organization you know, same with, I'd even say, you know, if you're going to a football game, it's kind of the the same aspect. Everybody is in this space and they have a common purpose. And for an auction house, that common purpose is that they love art so much that they want to pay for it and possess it. And there's usually a lot of great food and there's interesting drinks and people are wearing, you know, fancier clothes than they usually do. And you can meet people and connections are formed and you're all participating in this very unique activity. And so while I know that we can't replicate the uh, the great food and drinks in the metaverse, certainly we could replicate some of those other things to where, you know, you, everybody has a unique identifier avatar. There's no reason why you couldn't digitally go off into different rooms and have video meetings or do things like this and, and kind of replicate that in-person social aspect that is so... So interesting that you only kind of get at auction houses or exactly, in certain spaces. There is,
1: exactly. Our target is that because we think the social aspect of art is extremely important and for everyone. And uh, that would be the part that we're going to concentrate more into of our move into metaverse, not only just to showcase a gallery, uh, but to bring engagement, to bring the social aspect and build our auction house.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So one of the last things I want to go on to is RTQ's utilities and its tokenomics for the token um, that you have. But before I get into that, uh, I wanted to ask you, certainly we're going to have some questions that people want to ask in the audience. And I want to know, do you want to take audio questions or do you want me to deploy a hashtag and see if my producer here can get some questions that I will read? It's up to you
1: it's up to you guys as you wish. I'm uh, I'm happy with both.
0: Okay, let's try Okay, let's let's see. Let's try a mix of both. Our hashtag will be okay. Let's make let's keep it simple. Our hashtag will be Bitmart RTQ, and that's Bitmart A R T E Q. But also, after we get done talking about the tokenomics here, we'll see if we can uh open up some audio questions. And you guys know that I have rules for asking the audio questions. I won't bore you with the rules right now. I'll do it right before we open them. So the RTQ token is actually live on BitMart now. If you want to go get RTQ tokens, you could trade them on BitMart. And, of course, we're giving away 2000 today just for people that are listening to this AMA. But I noticed here on your website, rtq.io utilities, We've, we've kind of got a brief explanation of the tokenomics here, and we've got bronze, silver, and gold levels. I'd love for you to explain the utility of the RTQ token, why people would want to invest in it, and kind of what the different levels mean.
1: Okay, great. Uh, the different levels actually is quite simple. It's depending on how many tokens uh, our uh, members are holding or the token holders are holding it. The idea behind it is because we come from the art scene, we want to enable everyone to enjoy their world of art further, more and more. Uh, we have put up packages that, first of all, we love to invite people to go to different galleries, different events, museums, and we're going to redeem the cost of a museum visit. It means anybody who has one of those statuses, they can easily submit the form on the website and they get back amount of money they paid when they were visiting a museum. Of course, it's per person one, but it means if I want to go to Belvedere Museum and just go there as an RTQ holder, and I can redeem the cost of that. And then the other one is that we have a lot of great projects coming up ourselves. That is not only our projects, it's great artists that they are collaborating and we are launching their projects. We always will have whitelisting guarantees, always a choice of pre-minting, and a lot of other advantages into the NFT world to be able to receive those. The other one is we are doing an NFT analysis tool that actually allows people to look and engage into what has been profitable, what are the best buys in the last few months, what are the future investments when we look at it on the long term. Uh, Nevertheless, of course, we want to give a bonus for our uh, token holders. We are having a staking rate that varies from two to four percent at this moment. Of course, it can always be more. That's our minimum rates which we have decided. Since the token is newly listed and newly launched, that's why we are going for a minimum amount. But sure, anytime this could be uh, going higher. But as a minimum, we are paying out two to four percent. Then there is a lot of VIP tickets we get access to. Those are exactly these auction houses some airdrops from special artist community, one-to-one artist uh, uh, screening and introductions, and VIP tickets to a lot of those events. Those are in our gold packet that is one of the largest ones. The platinum one that actually is going to come soon, that's, uh we are negotiating still to have a full access card worldwide for every gallery and every museum without any charges, and that would be the card that would be in the Platinum package that is still not announced but is coming soon. It means somebody who holds those amount of RTQ, they can go anywhere in the world and just go in a museum by just showing their wallet with the card activated on it. And that's like uh, one of the optimum uh, positions that we are working at. At the same time, when we do projects like one of our projects, to Gang, Over there, uh, people who hold it, they will be able to join VIP parties and so on. That's a party kind of collection. And all of these things, we're going to offer our uh, RTQ holders premium positions, advantages, and VIPs. And the tokenomics, just in a simple way, the advantage of our token is, as I mentioned at the start uh, of the AMA, it was that we don't issue tokens when we don't have the subsequent or underlying assets of it and that secures our token that is a pure art token that every investment is secured with a huge collection and and, and huge trade and getting onboarding projects like what we talked about the kiss uh, it was sold around 5 million us dollars within 2 weeks and such a success projects obviously builds our token builds our technology and grows us into the further collaborations. We are also looking at art as a collectible that we did before, uh, and uh, we are very used to, to create those projects. We are launching one extreme one. We are not allowed to announce it as of now, but I'm sure till the end of July we will. It's one of the biggest collectible art pieces ever existed in the world, and those projects make the whole tokenomics also very interesting.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, it's okay that you tease us with that. Just, you know, one of the biggest collections in the world and you can't talk about it. That's all right. We, we won't, we know that you're sworn to secrecy.
1: We know that we know
0: that you're sworn to secrecy. We won't make you talk. Yeah. I was going to say, looking at the tokenomics here with utilities, the, the gold package where you're getting the quarterly NFT airdrops from our artist community. That's a huge perk because sometimes people don't know, um, there's, there's lots of people that I've met, they still don't even know how to buy NFTs. And so if they just know how to have a wallet set up and give somebody their wallet address and you, they can kind of trust that, hey, they'll be getting this cool new um, artistic NFT from real artists, that's a huge perk. The, the VIP tickets to the exhibitions. And then I wanted to clear up really quick the right to claim up to five times a year on any museum, art festival, or art fair standard tickets. We're talking about like real world museums and art festivals, right? Right.
1: Yes. Wow. You okay. can go to the Louvre in Paris. You can go in Belvedere. You can go to any museum worldwide. We redeem the ticket.
0: That so that's exactly what I wanted to clear up. That is a huge perk right there because you know, the, it's it's a bridge between the digital and the physical where you're, hey, I'm invested in this cool art, I support these artists, and like somebody may ask, Oh yeah, but like what's the perk? And you're like, Well, the perk is I never got to go to the Louvre before, and just by doing something that I was gonna do anyways I, you know, I've gotten the um, – five times a year I've been able to go to these museums, art festivals, or art fair uh, standard tickets. So I, I, I would encourage everybody to look at the artaq.io slash utilities to look at the different levels because I think that that is an interesting thing. And as you mentioned, you're coming out with a platinum level soon enough. So the gold is still kind of just the beginning. All right, so – we have gone over a lot of stuff related to RTQ, from it, um, from it being an investment fund for art to it also having, I wanted to compliment you also on the kind of stablecoin aspects that the RTQ, uh that the RTQ token has on it because sort of like tether or other stable coins, the reason why they're still pegged to a dollar um, when they're done correctly is that they have a dollar underlying the token. So like you said, you can't issue any more tokens until you have more art, because art is your asset. I love that phrase, art is your asset. Um, So uh, it's really a very interesting project, arteq.io. I would encourage everybody to go look at the website. I know that since we've been talking now for a little more than half an hour, there's probably people in the audience that have questions. We are gathering some of the hashtags, but I think actually we're going to go with the audio questions these days. So it's, it's kind of a little bit more fun. Now, before we open up the floor to audience questions, I need to lay down some <clears> ground rules, okay? Because you know that I guys love you, but um, you know, I need everybody to be respectful um, for, uh, for Bod, and Jurgen are our guests here. I also need to let you know that you, please, you have to speak in English. That's the only language that I understand. Um, even if you can have a conversation with, uh, with any of my guests here, I'm just going to have to nod my head and, you know, nobody else may be able to understand you. Uh, so please speak in English. Please discuss RTQ. Don't discuss other projects or your project. We're here to discuss RTQ, unless you're asking for a comparison about how, how RTQ is different than another project you know about. And three, please try and be in a quiet room, someplace where we can hear you or something like that. Otherwise, it's going to be hard to, to parse out. Um, you're allowed to say pretty much whatever you want to, but once again, I'd, I'd ask you be, be respectful, no cursing, nothing that would be unsavory. We are here to discuss RTQ, crypto, and of course we're here to have fun. Everybody's friends here, right? So if you can stick by those ground rules, we will let you speak, and if not, unfortunately, we will have to mute you. So, Joy, if you want to choose someone to speak, we will uh, go ahead with that. All right, I think it's Hamilton. Hamilton, are you there? At.
1: Can I say something, man? Sure,
0: yeah. Hamilton, yeah, yeah. Ask or take you a question.
1: All right. Um, I have a question for Arteku. Do, do you have plans for an NFC marketplace? please? Do you have plans for that? Uh, hi, Hamilton. Good to have you here. Uh, plan for marketplace is a traditional way which we have OpenSea, Rarible, and all others that are in the market. No, we don't. We're going to have a limited... Way only into auction. That's what we are going to launch, not into the similar products which are available in the market. Gotcha. All right, I, I point. Thank you very much. Sure, no worries. Thank you, Hamilton. Sure. Um, we're going to go with,
0: we're going to go with, I think ETH was next. We're going to go with you. You can ask you a question.
1: Uh, hello, good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my question is uh, We all know the importance of user experience, right? So, I want to ask what strategies are you employing to uh, improve user experience on your platform? Uh, okay, the, the, since we are not doing a, a marketplace or a platform as of this, it's a pure auction house. The user experience will be that people are available there. It's like a huge room as the normal traditional auction houses that you can actually raise your hand or communicate with the colleagues or people around you, the social aspect of it. Those are the points we will add into the experience of what we are creating. And also when we talk about experience, about our token and and holding of it, uh, we are heading to uh, DAO, and that's why uh, all of our investors and token holders, they will be part of the whole decision-making into the experiences that we're going to offer into the market and also in our uh, features and marketplaces. Wow, I think that's really awesome. Having users partaking in that, that's very awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Very, You're welcome. Thank very
0: you. interesting. I did not know that you were heading into a DAO. So um, real quick, before we let airdrop, Airdrop Walls is going to be the next speaker. Airdrop, hold off real quick. I want RTQ to explain why they want to uh, become a DAO and what their thoughts are on that. I neglected to ask that. I'm sorry.
1: No, Shanathan, thank you so much. Uh, Actually, uh, when we look at a traditional investment fund, the only non interesting part for someone like me is that we cannot decide what they invest, how much they invest, how they invest which artists they are onboarding. That's why we see it very fair when we are raising the capital from our token holders. We are trading with our expertise. We're going to build this platform as of each on each one of the token holders. They can assist us in recommending artists, acquiring art, and how we build this fund or this investment capital together. Else than that would be a very one-sided traditional fund and we wouldn't do a token. We would just register a fund somewhere in the world and just ask people to invest and chip in it. And I think that the advantages of technology that allows us now to have the community with us and we do everything together, that would be the target. And, of course, maybe then I need to work less. It's like, at this moment, everything <laughs> is on our head. And then, then maybe the community can help us to get the best artists and investments.
0: Sure, yeah. And there's there's no community like an artistic community. So that will be quite an interesting DAO. I'm sure that we're all wishing you the best of luck with that. Um, Thank you. All right. Airdrop Walls, you're going to be the next speaker. And then Danny Cruz, you will be the next speaker after that. So Airdrop, please ask or take you a question
1: hello everyone can you hear me yeah 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 i'm sorry if i'm sounding different but i actually have a question um i tried sending out a tech token this morning and i couldn't source it so i, w- I want to know if, you, if the token is locked or or is error from my side
0: i'm sorry you, you were saying that you tried to send out what this morning
1: yeah i tried sending out the token this morning from my wallet I was. I tried sending sell, to uh, sending to Bitmart.
0: Oh, you, you tried, understand? You tried sending it out of Bitmart.
1: Yeah. Yes. No, from my wallet. From my wallet. Yeah. I tried sending it to Bitmart for you Understand? So I couldn't succeed. So I thought the token is locked, or I should be clarified from your side. Sure. It so it depends which tokens you have. If it was a drop as a gift for the Amsterdam event or New York. Yes, they are. But if it's another aspect, you need just to, to write an email to support at rtq.io, and definitely my technical team will assist you in that.
0: Sure. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Airdrop, and I was going to say, um, I have the list here of when the uh, the Bitmart withdrawal deposit that's scheduled. Those are usually staggered in a number of days. Um, it's okay that you asked that question here. I should reiterate that. I'm not technical support. Um, I don't work on the back end of BitMart, so I would be the wrong person to ask about this. But I do see that withdrawal from BitMart um, should have started today at 10 a.m. Eastern time. So depending on where you're located in the world, you may have just incorrectly... Um, it just may have not been the, the correct time. So, But I know that it is live on BitMart. I know that we have a very good back end team. So it may just be that you know when a token is new... When things are getting listed sometimes there's errors but you know the blockchain does not lie so i would encourage you to reach out to bitmart support or RTQ support for these questions and not um not the ama right so but it's fine that you asked that question i just had to tell that to everybody else all right okay we're gonna move on to danny cruz here yes how are you okay yes i've been interested in your project uh, very much the way i said about uh a designer can apply in your platform. Okay, I'm a designer by profession, so I was asking how can I uh, apply uh, to your uh, project and uh, uh, do you have plans to establish your projects to uh, most of the countries? Maybe I'm from uh, Kenya, maybe uh, we don't know about uh, this kind of projects, NFTs. Can, do you have any plans to establish a project in uh, different parts of uh, Africa, maybe so that you can benefit from your project and uh, so that uh, you can um, make more talents to to, to to know about minting and, uh, and, and about the NFTs. Maybe can you answer that for me first?
1: Sure. Uh, my friend, I'm very happy that, that we are getting inquiries from different places of the world. With our team, we are limited to some locations, but uh, thanks to the communication, You can apply from anywhere and we support projects and we onboard projects from any continent in the world. And we are more than happy because in Europe and U.S. and so on has been easy for us to get great artists on board. But if you can help us to onboard great artists in your region, we would be more than happy to welcome them and have them on board. And please, as... We mentioned before, just kindly write an email to us or on the website, you can have the artist submission form. Let us know what you're doing and let us immediately get back to you and see how we can support for your projects. Okay, thank you very much for the brief answer. Thank you. Thank all you. right.
0: Yeah, thank you, Danny Cruz. We're going to take three more audio questions and then I'm going to let Farad and Jurgen from Artec go. I can't keep them here all day. They've been they've been nice enough to... Uh, grace us with their time so far and um, so we're going to take three more audio questions and Lenorne or Kore Kore, yes you are next, you can ask a question
1: ok, you can hear me right? sure, yeah very well
0: uh, as in, uh, do you have a blockchain preference or you can are you minting on any blockchain and I have a second question uh, is it the You know, the NFTs have uh, rarities amongst them, Uh, and uh, the whitelist price uh, sometimes are discounted from the public sale price. Uh, Are are your platform going to have any discounted uh, price from the projects uh, that you you
1: can make collaborate with them? Okay, coming back to your uh, first question. Uh, Yes, uh, actually, uh, that's the the minting process. We don't have a perforation. Just our token is the Ethereum token. But from the projects we accept, we accept any uh, projects from any blockchain, depending on the project, of course. But we accept there there is no perforation on the chain part. Uh, It means we can uh, mint it or integrate it in all of the platforms. Some of the projects do their... Due to their price structure, we even recommend not to do it with Ethereum. Uh, But that really goes into my expert team. Anytime you have a project submitted, we can recommend which one would be better to do. Second one, on the pre-sales, of course, we support uh, discounted prices for the whitelisting or pre-minting. That's what we are doing now on our Orsetto gang. You can check that one. We are going 07 uh, Ethereum uh, and 0.1 on the launch date. That's that's we have it and we support it. And anytime again, just submit your project. More than happy to take a look at it. Uh, can Hello? I add more?
0: Oh no, I'm an, uh, unfortunately Corey. The the two the two is kind of your limit here. We've got two more audio questions yeah. to get through. But I we. We really appreciate you asking a question because uh, RTQ is—they're here to answer them, and they—they they love that people are interested in their project.
1: Okay, thank you for having me, guys.
0: Sure, Bye. absolutely. Okay. MD Rakib, you are next.
1: Yes, sir. My question is, sir, what requirement do you take
0: account for bank to work as a partner with you? I'm sorry. Okay, real quick, could you repeat your question? I think I—I I think I caught it, but I want to make sure. Sure. Could you could you repeat your question, please, MD Rakib? Sir, so my question is what requirement do you take account for bank
1: to work as a partner with you?
0: Okay. I believe the question that you're trying to ask is RTQ, do you have a bank that you're working with that is a partnership with you to try and kind of manage some of these assets or choosing the art or some of the financial backing? Is that correct, MD Rakib? Okay, we're going to assume that that's correct. Our take you, okay. is is that uh, is that
1: a yeah? This, no we we talked uh, we talk a lot about uh, the bankable NFTs and NFTs, which they are as a solid investment because what we see in the art world, every piece of art can be also counted as an investment and as an uh, bankable asset, and that's what we hope in future. Not that we are only enabling it. It's a huge market. Everybody are working on that. That when you buy a Picasso and you take it to your bank, at the same time, you can buy an NFT and use it as your asset. And those are the targets that we wish to have. But at this moment, if we have a preferred partner for that, no, we don't. But definitely, we are in the community to enable such investments in the future.
0: Absolutely. And of course, you know, NFTs for a lot of people are investments in which they're staking them, in which they're earning interest on them, in which they're, you know, taking out loans against them. So this is only going to develop in the future. And so MD Rakib, I hope that that's answered your question, that RTQ doesn't currently have this, but they are they're open to it. So uh, you know. Thank you. our last speaker is D4Diva. d for diva please feel free to ask RTQ a question.
1: Hello? Can you hear me now?
0: Yes, yes. You can be our last question speaker. What a what a great gift.
1: Okay, my question is this: There was this particular articu uh, job the there, the articu ear that I took part in that was about a month ago, and I noticed that the airdrop is actually locked. It's five. I was given five thousand articu. So I want to ask, uh, until when we, the air will the ear drop will be unlocked so that one will we be able to trade it or maybe stake it if possible? Uh, all of the tokens that is on the drops that we did on the events, they are three months blocked. And if it's okay. a one month, then you only have two months more then you can use it as it's in your wallet. All right. Thank you very much. You're welcome, man.
0: Sure, absolutely. Thank you for asking that technical question, uh, d for diva I'm sure that lots of people... Um, Perhaps we're wondering that if they'd gotten airdrops, but uh, it's always nice to get the answer straight from the source. So that is the end of our audio questions here. I'm just going to do a little bit of housekeeping work before I let Farad and Jurgen from RTQ go. And that is to remind you that you've listened to this entire conversation, you're part of an exclusive group, you are Bit Martians, should I say the least. And you know that this RTQ project is pretty fascinating right it's i kind of i kind of compared it to like an etf of art right now technically they're not an etf right that they don't have anything to do with the finance stuff finance and legal disclaimers i will do at the end of the show especially when this comes out on the podcast network but that's the best way to compare it is you don't know what nfts or art to invest in they're doing kind of the hard work for you and they're giving you all these interesting benefits for doing so You can get museum tickets. You can uh, get NFT airdrops from the artists that they have on there. You just – all you have to really do is go to the website, RTQ, that's art with an E-Q at the end, .io, and look at the interesting stuff that they've got going on. It's a very – like I said before, it's a very clean, minimalistic, modern website. I'm a fan of that sort of design. And, of course, the RTQ token is live to trade on BitMart. It is – BitMart and Uniswap are actually the only places that you can get it right now. So if you are listening to this you and you really like this project, hey, you're in the right place. And if you have been listening to this entire AMA, you will be able to enter to win $2,000 in RTQ. We're going to spread that amongst 40 winners. And all you have to do in order to get that prize is go to our Twitter, which is at BitMartExchange, retweet the link where you found this spaces link, tag three friends. Go and follow ArteQ at their Twitter, which is ArteQIO, at at the Twitter symbol, at ArteQIO, and you will be off to the races once you fill out that Google form. And so why wouldn't you want RTQ tokens now at the end of this? Farad, I'm sorry, Farbad and Jurgen have been such great guests. They've explained all about this project. And since we have nothing left to discuss, I am going to say thank you so much for being on another BitMart AMA. It's been wonderful having you, and I wish you the best of luck with RTQ.
1: Thank you, Nathan.
0: All right, everybody, goodbye to everyone out there in crypto land. Thank you so much. Bye-bye hello to everybody out there in crypto land did you enjoy that conversation i know that i did it's always interesting to learn more about crypto projects nfts and what is going on in this very unique industry but now we've got to get some legal stuff out of the way all right it's just the way that it is so i wanted to let you know that all opinions and actions expressed and undertaken by the hosts and guests are individual opinions and actions and do not reflect the views and actions of bitmark bitmark does not guarantee the accuracy applicability, reliability, integrity, performance, completeness, or appropriateness of this content. The value of digital currencies can go up or down, and there can be a substantial risk in buying, selling, holding, or investing in digital currencies. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is suitable for you based on your personal investment objectives, financial circumstances, and risk tolerance. BitMart does not provide investment, tax, or legal advice. Use of BitMart services is entirely at your own risk.